Okay, one more time. You're non-binary. Right, and that means that I identify as neither male nor female. In fact, my gender is something other, outside of the binary spectrum. Cast hold still. I don't want to burn your hand off. Huh. Okay, so do you have like no gender? No, that's more a gender, like suit. Why would I have a gender anyway? I do not have a body. Exactly. Suit doesn't even have a concept of having a gender. I'm correct to think that, right? You are. Ow! Asteroid fragging. But I'm not like that. I don't not have a gender. I just have one that's a bit different. Do you get it? No. What about Ray? Don't you dare. What? I was going to ask if Kess has ever felt that they were binary. Oh sure. You mean do I ever feel like a girl and/or a boy? Well, yeah, I guess. I'm not really sure. <laughs> it's okay. And no, I don't. I'm not really fluid. I just am. I'm me. I'm Kess. Yeah. Okay. You get it? No, but I accept it. Thank you. I'm impressed, Ray. There are lots of things in the universe that I don't understand, but it doesn't mean they aren't real. Well, you're not wrong about you not understanding things. <laughs> funny, funny Starburst. He's trying to be cool in front of. Cass, I think it's finished. You two, shut up. Well, you ain't wrong, suits. I never am. I have to say, considering how you have no knowledge of time travel or how time trails work, you've managed to do a really good job with this. It nearly looks like the portable time trail dampener I designed. I mean, it's a bit uh, squiffy. Maybe not the most elegant of things. That's your blueprints, not my engineering. I don't think so. I've never made a bad design in my life. It's illegible. Excuse me, it's a work of art. You drew it on the hull. You didn't have any paper. I improvised. And not a single one of the calculations makes sense. You take that back. They may not make sense in space, but they make sense in time. Hey, hey, hey. Does the appearance of the, uh, time dampener thing really matter? Surely the question should be, does it work? Of course it works. Honestly. I mean, the initial design is flawless, really, look at it. Oh, thank you. And your execution using scrap parts, spectacular. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't have made something like this in a million years without your help. Oh, it's just my field of expertise. What just happened? The eternal struggle between scientists and engineers. What? They argue until the cows come home, but why would I have anyone question their work? This is what my life has become. Other people arguing about the best way to take my ship apart, use it for spare parts, and put it back together again. We are going to put it back together again, right? Unfortunately, yes. I mean, Space Bucket really needed a once-over anyway. It just happened that we had to do it sooner rather than later. She's completely gutted. For a good cause, Ray. Mm, fine. We'll fix her, and Kess will be able to make her so much better. A few small changes to the engine. No, 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 not the engine. That was the rule star. Yes, okay, but Kess can help. Come on, they're cleverer than me. Wow, that's a first. You're admitting that someone is smarter than you. For real. And it won't happen again. Between the two of us. Three of us. Four of us. Between the four of us, we can make Space Bucket almost into a spaceship. We just need to get the parts. Easier said than done. Exactly. Where are we going to get parts on this lump of a rock? It's not even a proper planet, it's a moon. There's a settlement a few clicks from here. Ray's right, though. A historical moment in the making. This moon won't have a parts depot big enough to have the pieces we need. But there is a shuttle to the planet. We'll get what we need there. Great. And how often does a shuttle leave a backwater moon like this? Well, considering that said backwater moon is one of the most exclusive spas in the system... What? what Why didn't you say so? He does know he's going in the wrong direction. Give him a moment. Uh, I'll get him.
The Intergalactic Adventures of Raygun and Starburst. Episode 3, Politics in Blankets. I'm boycotting this, all of this. Don't be ridiculous. Why do I have to come? I could stay here and you lot can get all the pieces without me. As long as you don't mind Kath picking out the new engine parts. Why must you torture me so? You just make it so easy. You can go to the spa when we get back. You say that now, but I know you. You're just going to drag me into trouble again. I don't drag you anywhere. Okay, there's a small amount of dragging, but the trouble usually finds us without me helping it. Speaking of... I managed to get a seat on the next shuttle. Only in standard, and none of us are sitting together, and there's no legroom, and no food trolley. But we're on the flight. (laughs) Brilliant! Ignore him. We just need to be on the shuttle ASAP. You're sure? I can take him back. Yeah, it's fine. He's a jerk. I do not mind not having legroom. And we can buy snacks. Here, take some credits. Go get some... some of whatever that guy's selling. That really hurts, Star. Yeah, well, you deserved it. Kess feels rubbish enough as it is. I'm feeling pretty rubbish. You always feel rubbish. If I promise you can go to the spa, will you be less awful? Yes. But I'm not being any more awful than normal. Clearly it's just more obvious than normal, then. And you'll be more obnoxious than normal. Oh, frack you, Ray. Children, please. What? What? I feel this argument can be saved when Kess does not need rescuing from themselves and several angry street merchants. Oh, Dren. Kess! Kess, come here! The next shuttle to the planet will leave in five minutes. Oh, fragging hell! And that would be us. I am so done with today. So done. Was Kess like that here? I never really noticed. Getting into trouble left, right and centre? Oh yes. Could frag off the whole department before midday, and then have them eating out of their hand an hour later. That sounds about right, but I mean the science stuff. Oh, well, we all knew they were a bit, um, odd. They handmade most of the sound equipment. You have no idea the problems we had trying to work out how to use it all when they... left. Kess is a full-on genius. Like, I thought Star and me were smart, but Kess just... I can't even understand what they're saying half the time. And the rest of the time, I need a translator. It's not just you. Don't worry. What were they doing working here? No offence, but they know things about time and space that I was pretty sure were impossible before I met them. Not a clue. Probably best to ask them. What about Starburst? How does she feel about Kess? Ha. Oh, Starburst has very strong feelings on the matter of Kess. Standard class. Better than Space Bucket. Look, the seats have actual fabric on them. At least Space Bucket doesn't have other people on it. Can't really disagree with that. But it'll be fine, it's only a short flight, and Kess did manage to get some, uh, snacks. Star, if you touch any of that mess while wearing me, I'll be forced to cut off your air supply, for your own good. Sorry, it was the only thing we could afford. It's fine, it's all fine. We just need to sit back and it'll be over in- Hey buddy, watch where you're going! Yeah, you watch me- Oh. My. Omega. Ray Gun? What? What? You are 
Ray Gun, the galactic hero? Ray Gun, who saved Gadawan? Who led the rebels on Isoflex? And defeated Castellan Oh, here we go. I guess that was me? Yeah, all new! No help at all from anyone. Oh, Emma, this is, this is incredible. Can, can I get a picture? Can, can we take a selfie? Uh, sure? I can't believe this. Regan and Starburst. Is Sidekick the, the kid he saved from certain death at the hands of Castellan? Excuse me, kid saved? Yeah, haven't you heard the stories? Well, are you gonna fuck him, or am I? Yeah, yeah, sure, you can all get a picture, an autograph, sure. Ladies, gents, and everybody else, I can tell you're all very excited, and I can see why, as I've just been told, we have a very special guest on board. <laughs> well, not to brag, but... <laughs> Mr. Jason Lightyear. What? Ha! No. Who? Oh dear. Hello, hi, hi, nice to meet you. Hey, love the tentacle warmers you've got there. Hi. Jason Fragging Lightyear. It could be worse, Ray. Hi, hi. Oh, and let me introduce Galactic Parliament member and my lovely wife, Lindsay Spire. Yes, your ex-wife could be here. Well. Yeah. Indeed. Worst day ever. That's right, they're here. Your favorite heroes. All new Raygun and Starburst action figures. They fight, they shoot, they look mildly bemused. Awesome. Starburst has over 200 points of articulation, changeable heads, her own customizable blaster, eight different official sarcastic suit phrases, and as many accessories as your parents will buy for you. Oh my god! Raygun comes with an authentic baffled expression. Oh my gosh. Get yours now and be the coolest kid in the play space. Coming soon, my little Castellan baking oven. Well, 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 well. What's going on? Who are they? Where have you been living for the last few years to not know who Jason Lightyear is? The future, and some parts of the past, and the ever-present that exists in the time stream. Lindsay. Right. He is a super megastar. Space Hollywood actor. And Lindsay? Well, she's Ray's ex-wife who left him for greener and more muscular pastures. She's here. With him. Jason Lightyear. Steals my wife? Now he steals my thunder! He did not steal her. She left an unhappy marriage to be with someone who loved her. I loved her! Ray, calm down. Guys? Calm down? Calm down! I am calm! Clearly. Guys? I am calm. I am so calm. I am a tranquil sea of calm! Oh, well that's obvious. Guys? Raymond? Hello. Good to see you aren't making a scene about this. Would I ever? We should not answer that, should we? No, we really shouldn't. You remember Jason? Actually, no. We never met. You just left. Yes. Well, that was bad form. Wasn't it just? Well, does anyone else want to run for cover? We shouldn't be talking about this here. Oh, so you want to talk about it? Raymond. Maybe I don't want to talk about it. Maybe I'm over it all. Maybe I don't need to talk to you about how you destroyed my life. Uh, Omega. Look, come and sit with us up in first class. First class? 
Um, yes. Hi, I'm Starburst, official hearing associate of Raymond here. Oh, yes, I've heard about you. His sidekick? No, no, I'm an associate, a partner. The senior, more important, professional and competent partner. Ray, why didn't you introduce us if you were going to be invited to sit with these lovely people? Because we aren't going to sit with them. Don't be silly, it would be rude not to. Right, Kess? Suit? Uh, right? Right. Of course you guys should come and sit with us. After all, to have the heroes of the galaxy sat in standard is a travesty. You deserve the best. Not everyone could have tamed down Darkly's with such style. Thanks for that, by the way. You should have seen the contract they had me in. I'm Jason, by the way. Jason Lightyear. Always a pleasure to meet such esteemed and admirable people. Esteemed and admirable. <laughs> well, that's settled. Come on, Cass. I have a bad feeling about this. have gone worse. Could it? Could it really? How could it have gone any worse? You managed to get into first class. Do you really think having to share the first class cabin with my ex, her new husband and Starburst was what I wanted to be doing? Well, I can see how that might be awkward. Surely Star wasn't too bad. Cass and Soup were there after all. Didn't they, um, stop her? Stop her from making a fool out of me and using that for her own personal gain? You're still angry about this, aren't you? She is never living it down. Never. Ever. Ray, you don't have any more failed relationships with members of the upper echelons of society hidden away, do you? Because this is sweet. Ooh, biscuits. Nope. Well, clearly, Raymond, you need to get on that. Stop it. I'm only saying, we could have been doing so much better than Space Bucket. Star, I swear! Oh look! Tiny sausages on sticks! Why are you baiting him? Isn't this awkward enough? He kind of deserved it. He's seriously fracked up with her. But mostly it's just funny. Feel free to help yourself to food, drink, watches. They're made of solidified stardust. Isn't everything solidified stardust? Ah, you don't understand. They collect this especially from stars and solidify it into diamonds. Star diamonds. Right. You see, that's scientifically impossible. And I know a lot about doing things that are scientifically impossible, and that, not one of the things you can do. Are you sure? Yep, pretty sure. You would die if you got, well, within three million miles of a star. Well, that's a blow. I've got shares in these. You've got shares in everything, darling. And most of them are worth a lot less since the crash. Oh, sorry about that. That would have been us, I guess. Well, it could have been worse. Galactifying Darklies has strengthened the economy enough for us to start opening the trade routes again. Though, that has led to other problems. What problems? I'm surprised you don't keep an eye on the political situations. Being heroes, I'd have thought that would help a great deal. We've been a little out of the loop, uh, politics-wise. <sighs> the trade routes have allowed for hunting that was previously illegal to start up again. People on planets that closed off, or run directly by Darklings, are now influencing what is being brought into the galactic marketplace. Understand? Whoa, whoa, whoa! 
Are we seriously going to have a lecture on political economics in the middle of a sci-fi adventure? Yes. Do you people not understand that no one cares about that stuff? Yeah, yeah, they just want the lasers and the boom explosions and the save me Obi-Wan Kenobi. But actually, none of that makes any sense if you don't understand what caused it. Wars and whatnot don't just appear out of nowhere, you know. But it's so boring. Doesn't have to be. The Darkly's crash and the galactification of the banks is a really fascinating bit of recent history. You realise it allowed for new trade routes, further and continuing exploration of the outer galactic rim, right out into unknown space. I suppose that's quite interesting. But can you perhaps do a quick pricey? Fine. Darkly's crashes and burns, economic collapse throughout the galaxy, the galactic government steps in and galactifies Darkly's, this leads to economic recovery and eventually boom period and all that stuff with trade routes. This all sounds like a good thing. I'm not seeing how it's going to lead to exciting fistfights and laser blasts. Well, that's the thing. This forced a lot of planets that weren't under the Galactic Union to join, or at least create trade agreements with them. And the Galactic Union has very strict laws about, well, most things. Lindsay, at this particular point in time, was in charge of an endangered species and hunting task force. And? Certain people feel very strongly about being allowed to pull small animals apart. Are people really kicking up that much of a fuss about hunting? Oh yes, they see it as their writers' outer rim people. They refuse to accept that they're causing damage to their planet's biome, and therefore to the rest of the galaxy's economy. Not to mention hunting half of their animal population to extinction and endangering the rest. This meeting I'm going to should be putting a blanket ban on hunting, at least on the planet in question. Serdo 4. That's horrible, and it's just for sport? Yup. They don't do anything with the creatures afterwards, just throw them away. I'm looking forward to having strong words with their delegates. I hope you kick their asses. it's just fragging cruel. I've always said that biological beings are barbaric. I do like being proved right. Don't worry, I'm going to be making it very clear what happens if they don't agree to my terms. The galactic government will not stand for it. Good, if not, we'll sort them out. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, but I don't think that the three... Four. Uh, four of you could do that much to stop a whole planet. Yeah, that's right, because stupid Ray can't do anything. Hmm? <sighs> Raymond, please sit down. I'm enjoying standing. Better for the core muscles. I do it all the time. Means I'm shredded. Like a cabbage, maybe? That's as may be, but this is not a private shuttle, and so you need to sit down. Is that so? Yes, it's the law. Heroes don't need to obey the law, otherwise we can get any heroing done. Sit down, Raymond, before you hurt yourself. Fine, but I'm not doing up my seatbelt. We seem to be experiencing a few minor difficulties. I'm sure it will all be sorted in a moment. Just remain in your seats until further notice. Oh, typical Ray. Acting like a child, like you always do. Is it a surprise that we didn't work? Yes, I thought it was fine. Exactly. You weren't paying attention to me or our life until the moment I walked out the door. Oh, we had our own lives separate. That's what you wanted. No, that's what you wanted. And only because you were too lazy to do anything else. When did you ever make a conscious effort to spend time with me? Please, will all passengers keep their seatbelts buckled until the, uh, difficulties are over? Thank you. I... I... 
I... Never did anything for anyone else in your life. You take that back. I'm a hero. I saved the galaxy. Did you? Or did Starburst do it and you just took all the credit? Not on purpose. I would never do that to her. On purpose or not, you did it. She deserves better. Don't talk about her. You don't get to do that. You replace me with a walking, talking action figure. At least he loves me. I loved you. And when did you ever show it? What was that? Sounded like a blaster. Some kind of low-level array? And, you know, people screaming. Generally not a good thing. Kinda assumed that was a given. Of course you did. I... Oh, can we fight later? I'm used to arguing with Ray all the time, but doing it with you takes more brain effort than I have at this given moment. Fine. Why must you always call me stupid? Shut, Shut up, up, Ray! That's so disturbing. Arga, what is going on? Why are there blasters? Are we going to die? I... I don't want to die. I'm too talented. Jason, sweetie, we're not going to die. Right, Mr. Big Time Hero? Uh... No one is dying. We don't even know what's going on. It could be anything, and I'm sure the captain will be able to deal with it. Exactly. We'll just go and take a look. Nobody move. Please. And trust me, I know how to use this. Join the Ratcheteers, the unofficial Ratchet Limit fan club. Talk with fans, superfans, and those crazy stalkers who chase them down the street. Break the limits with early access tickets, merchandise, and up-to-date info on the people he's dating and how much we hate them. Premium members will be entered into the monthly sweepstakes to win potential body parts or fluids collected from Trackside. The Ratcheteers, all for Ratchet and Ratchet for all. Yay! Happy now. Ooh, yes. This is much more like it. Good, because it was fracking awful at the time. Isn't everything you do like that? No, not at all. The spa on the way back was lovely. Jason recommended this amazing facial treatment and the overflowing mud baths with enriching minerals and oils, full body, deep tissue massages, all the asteroid lobsters you can Ray. fit in your mouth. Ray. Oh, so good. Ray! Huh, what? Sorry, are we still there? And what is the meaning of this? Well, madam, this is a hijacking, don't you know? We can see that. Why are you hijacking us? So that Miss Spire will see the error of her ways and undo the hunting ban. <laughs> You're putting all these people in danger in order to get me to back down on the hunting bill. That's despicable. Whatever you say, my dear. Tristan, Archibald, take her to the cockpit. <laughs> right here. Tell you on what, what? Don't you touch her. <coughs> well, that's quite something. Never been shot before. Oh. Jason, get your hands off me, you. you pig. Oh, madam. We're boars. Not pigs. Lindsay, stay calm. We'll. No, no, no more heroics. I don't seem to have any warning shots left. Warning shots? You fracker, I'm gonna- Such bad language from a lady. Honestly, what do you teach young people these days? It's fine, Starburst. Look after Jason. I will be fine. Lindsay! Ray, do what you're asked for once. Listen to the lady. She knows what's best. Do the people things, or- 
Oh, frack. Oh, fracking hell. Oh, frack. 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 Rain. Happy place. Ha- happy place. We're on a hijacked shuttle with murderous pigs and they kidnapped my wife. Ex-wife. Ex-wife, whatever. We all have to keep our heads if we're going to get out of this mess. Jason's breathing. I think he's okay. But to be honest, I have no idea how bodies work. I'm a physicist. It's all a bit more spacey than squishy. Stable, but unconscious. The blast was not a lethal shot, but he would be useless to us even if he was conscious. Yeah, probably better that he's out cold. Don't need any more melodrama. Oh yeah, because it's preferable that the innocent bystander got injured, otherwise he'd be in the way of the big shot heroes. We have to get her back. We have to get her back. We have to get her back. And save everyone else on the shuttle. You know, the innocent people. Oh, oh yeah, and them. I disagree. In the grand scheme of things, the lives of the people on board are negligible compared to the good Miss Spire will accomplish. That isn't the most heartless, clinical, soulless thing I've ever heard. It's logical. Logic should rule here, not emotion. And this is why computers are awful. Will you all stop? We've been arguing all day for no reason. Well, no. But... Don't! We are heroes. This shuttle has just been hijacked, Lindsay has been taken hostage, Jason's been shot, and we're bickering about it. We can sort out whatever the problems going on in our heads are later, because right now there is heroing to be done, and we are fracking well going to do it. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Ray? Fine. Yes, Starburst. Good. Now get your heads in gear and let's frag these pigs. At last, some action! All that galactic politics nearly sent me to sleep. Ugh, do we have to? Have to what? Go over how me, Star, Suit and Kess fought our way through angry terrorist pigs to get to the flight deck where Lindsay was being held. Of course we do. It's exciting and heroic. (sighs) Hardly. It mostly involved hiding behind chairs and brief moments of brutal and terrifying violence. I nearly wet myself at several points. There's nothing heroic about it. Nothing at all? Well, the way Kess got us into the flight deck was fairly spectacular. Oh. Do tell. It's no good. The door to the flight deck is electromagnetically sealed. It's probably a security measure to stop hijackers taking control of the shuttle. Well, isn't that ironic? Like rain on your wedding day. There is nothing ironic about rain on your wedding day. It's just merely unfortunate. But humans are incapable of understanding irony. There must be something we can do. Wait. If I bypass the omnidimensional flux field dampeners and crosswire the time vortex manipulators on my time travel trainers... Stupid name. ...then it should generate an electromagnetic pulse which will knock out the locking mechanism and cause the door to open. Won't that pulse also knock out the navigational systems? Yes, but they should come back online before we crash into the planet below. Your use of the word should there doesn't exactly fill me with confidence. Omega, Ray, shut up. Kez, just do it. I already am. Is it going to take long? We're kind of on the clock here. Done! You're fragging brilliant. I know. Now, stand back everyone, this is going to be bright and loud and possibly a little dangerous. Well, frag me! It worked! Don't sound so surprised, just get in there. (laughs) 
luxury, comfort, the screams of small animals. For everyone that needs the feeling of being wrapped in an endangered species, there's nothing like the highest quality space mink. I don't know why I'm advertising this to you peasants. Space mink is strictly for me, Castellan La. Space mink, always unethically sourced. I'm here to rescue you. Rescue me? Is that tea? And biscuits. Biscuits? Feel free to join us. We're pretty much done here. Done? I'm so confused. How is that any different to usual? While you three... Four. ...have been off gallivanting around the ship, we've been having a lovely and productive discussion about how best to reach a compromise regarding the hunting bill so that the situation can be resolved to everyone's mutual satisfaction. Mutual satisfaction? That concept was always a difficult one for you to grasp, Ray. <laughs> You've negotiated a settlement? That's my job, it's what I do. These are gentle beings have agreed to a phased introduction of ethical hunting using robot prey. What? With galactic government subsidies to develop xenobiological safari tours to attract visitors from across the galaxy. Miss Spire's plan should boost the local economy whilst at the same time recognizing our unique outer rim way of life. <coughs> so you see, I had everything in hand. But thanks for rescuing me, Ray. You're a star. Wait, that's it? No dramatic shootout? No daring rescue? Nobody even threw a punch! This is so anticlimactic! Look, if history has taught us anything, it's that real change is achieved through careful negotiation and sustained dialogue, not at the business end of a laser gun. Okay, I can't argue with the weight of galactic history, but it doesn't change one important thing. And what's that? It's boring. There's no pleasing you, is there? You could get a laser sword. And chop both my arms and legs off. It'd be more exciting than galactic politics, at least. Well, Lindsay, it's been great seeing you again. Has it? Well, no, but it is good to see you're happy with Jason building a new and fulfilling life for yourself. Am I hearing things or is Ray being mature? I am running a diagnostic on my audio sensors to make sure. Shut up you two. I guess I'm a lot happier too, travelling the galaxy, trying to be a hero with Starburst and Kess. And me. And suits. With us, I, well, I was just ignoring my problems and ignoring you, Lindsay. If this is working out for the best, then I guess it's the best for the both of us. Gosh, Ray, that's a really enlightened attitude for you to take. Most men would be crushed if their wife left them for a dashingly handsome and fabulously talented intergalactic megastar. But not you. You're a real brick. Yeah, I'll brick you in a minute. Come on, Ray, time to go. We've got a ship to fix and a galaxy to save, remember? Yeah, sure. Uh, see you around, Lindsay Spire. See you around, Ray Gunn. There are reports of Ray Gunn foiling a hijacking above Third 04. Should I dispatch the fine collectors, ma'am? No, no, my paradox will be long gone by the time they get there. This little episode has gone on long enough, Scrivener, and I'm running out of patience. 
Quite true, ma'am. But we'll catch up to them sooner or later. And when we do, they'll rue the day they first heard the name. Actually, I don't think I told them my name. Well, I'll make them rue something, that's for sure. been listening to Raygun and Starburst, starring Dominic Westerland as Raygun, Georgia Humphrey as Starburst, Holly Rose as Suit, Eleni Dimitriadis as Kess, Alison Leeds as the narrator and Lindsay Spar, Stacey Taylor as the librarian, Ian Sharman as Jason Lightyear and Scrivener, additional voices by Jacob Edward and members of the cast, written, directed and created by Holly Rose, engineered and recorded by Lou Stonehill at Studio 4, assistant producer Alison Leeds, producer Ian Sharman, Executive producer, Jess Hopley. The political views expressed in this episode are in no way representative of the people of Cerdo 4. This is an Argas production. <laughs>